Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new podcast episode by Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet is Drew Douglas. July 7th, we, uh, we're recording this episode. We're doing it after the holidays. Post-July 4th. Post the 4th. You were in, can I say the state, or are you trying to keep it oh, off yeah. the radar? Okay. No, that's you were totally in, fine. You were in very cold Colorado. Yeah, it's a night and day difference. I know... Uh, we always talk about the weather here, but man, I think it is deserving. 30 degrees cooler. Meantime, it's like 90-something here. The humidity is through the roof. It's what you would say, um, the weather people say, the air you wear. The air you can wear, something like that, where it's it's so humid and like you feel like you're, you just have an extra layer on. I will say... The one, the one amazing thing about that weather, and this is this specifically relates to our uh, pop culture references, but more specifically movies. It's funny because while I was out there, you had messaged me that you were listening to the John Carpenter soundtrack for uh, for Christine, and that movie is like the ultimate. I feel like one of the ultimate fall movies. No joke. We went to Lake Echo, my family and I, and that is just below Mount Evans, and it's in Idaho Springs, Colorado. Well, anyways, we went there, and going up into the mountain, and we go to Lake Echo, you're at about 12,000 feet elevation, and it's so brisk. It feels like fall. You know that crisp air? Man, I just, I was sitting there, and I told my family, I said, you're going to think I'm nuts but I really want to go back and start watching scary movies. Yeah, and I, t- I texted you that I had the urge to rewatch Christine, but it just doesn't feel right. I feel like I need to wait a couple months. Basically, what you're saying is that you need to go to Colorado, you need to get you and your wife, Lexi, and your soon-to-be child to go out to Colorado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll wait a little bit. Today we're going to do... July, we should have done this probably three weeks ago. I don't know why we didn't. July, Rotten Tomatoes picks. Because of my impending child on the way. Is that the right use of that? Yeah. Because of her arrival at any moment. We're going to do August Rotten Tomatoes as well. And then we're going to talk about, it's been one official week since it came out. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. You and I have not talked about this. I have no idea if you liked it. We'll keep it cash. We're going to keep it cash. We're not going to go deep into that. Just kind of share our thoughts because you and I were very excited for that to come out. Now, before we get to any of this stuff, I want to tell you a story. Uh Uh-oh. And and No, it's not an uh (laughs) uh-oh. It's not an uh uh-oh. And this is along the lines of I've been listening to Carpenter's Christine score. I've been having the urge to rewatch it. I got JC on the mind. Driving to work the other day. And I pull up next to, it's a red light, I pull up next to, I want to say it was a, a Jeep, something very nice, something mm-hmm. new. It looked new. It was, either way, it was a nice looking truck. And I look at this person. They have a hat on, but I swear to you, it. I was like, oh my God, that's John Carpenter. <laughs> I don't know if he would be in this area ever. I think he's a California man, right? Does he live in California, I would assume? I'm pretty sure. I don't know why he would be here, specifically because this was in my neck of the woods. But I couldn't, I, I was glancing over 
numerous times. I'm like, I don't know if this is JC. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you so bad. I think I've, I think I saw John Carpenter, but I didn't. Like he was this right age, hair color. Um, in my mind, I'm convinced that I think I've seen him. And for some reason, he was maybe visiting family for the fourth. I don't know. That is amazing. I am going to say that he was visiting family for the fourth. Just chilling out there, getting away from the West Coast. That was the other thing. I'm like, the reason for him to be over here outside, maybe he likes the mountains, is it is the 4th. This was on, Mm -hmm. um, I believe he was either, I'm confused right now because this has been a few days, (laughs) either Monday, so the day before the 4th of July, or Wednesday. One of those days. So it was was the time where I'm like, okay, like it fits the timeline, why you would be here. You know what it would, what would have been even better is if he was driving a Plymouth Fury, a 1950, Ooh. I think it was a 54, right? Christine was a 54? I thought it was 57. Okay. I always get, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wiki it right now. Because I know the, especially for the, um, the year, that's what always confuses me. But down the street... From work, and uh, that's here in in Missouri. There's uh, there's a used car lot, very small, but they had a Chev uh, or a uh, a Plymouth Fury, and it was just like two years off of Christine. And I thought, man, I almost almost walked in the next day, bought it with money, just like slap down some cash, slap it on the table, and they're like, "What is this for?" And you're like, "You know what it's for." So it was a 58. Yeah. Okay. 58, because it was being made in 1957. So Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's my little story. Nothing crazy. I love it, though, because that's where... I, I didn't know where this was going. At first, I thought it had something to do with like your theater experience with Indiana Jones. No, I didn't. But... Something did happen in our, our screening, though. <laughs> nothing, again, nothing wild, but it was something. Um, so I wanted to tell that story, oh and then goodness. and then before we go, uh, get into our Rotten Tomatoes picks, don't forget we have a contest going on. Just tell us what you're looking forward to in July and email it, qualitycheckpodcast at gmail.com, and then you'll be entered to win a $25 gift, gift card to Regal. And the great thing is we're midway through... Well, we're soon. We're co- we're we're, co- we're approaching midway fast. I know we're still in the beginning, but by the time this comes out, it'll be... More, more so midway, but uh, it feel it feels like we're midway, even though we just started. So, you can end up using that gift card for some great movies that are coming out. I mean, my goodness, that itself would be awesome to end up uh, using for what were they calling it? Bar Barbenheimer or something <laughs> like that. That weekend, it would be good. Which I love. It would be good. So more more people are emailing us. Uh, we've had some Mission Impossible's. That's the big consensus pick so don't forget that now let's do july rotten tomatoes predictions we've been doing this all year long and uh going into july i was up 11 to 6 (laughs) we had six (sighs) movies in july that we picked that we you know guessed the rotten tomatoes score for and i ended up walking away with five points it's insane I got Transformers, I got Flash, Extraction 2, The Blackening, and then Indy 5, Dial of Destiny. I did not get no hard feelings. You got that one. So as of 7-7, as of today, I'm I'm leading 16-7. to 7. It's, it's a blowout. 
Yeah, I think I said July picks. Those were June picks. Um, you yeah. going into July with these picks, and we're gonna do for July Barbie Oppenheimer Cobweb, which I haven't even seen the freaking trailer for. I know what it is. It's like a horror film, but I don't know anything about it. And other other than it has Homelander in it. And then someone else, like it's got it's got people I know. And then Haunted Mansion, Mission. I have wish seen- I wish we. Have I seen the trailer for that? To Haunted Mansion, yeah. We got it before Indy 5. It looks okay. I, well, we'll get into that. I don't want to say anything too much. Okay. Um, I wish we had done this earlier because we could do Mission 7, which has oh, like yeah. almost 200 reviews and it's at 98% right now. So I don't really... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? It's gone up. It went it's up? It's at 99. Good it's at 99%. Lord. I debated on. I don't know. I don't know if you think that would be fun or not. I feel like that's too many reviews, but maybe that, that's part of the fun. Is does oh it man. does it dip a little bit? Oh, it'll. Oh man. I mean, I just I want it to hold at ninety nine. That way, Dead Reckoning Part Two can be a flat one hundred. Oh my goodness. So there's, I I don't know if that's a chance, but if it can hold at ninety nine, that's there's all. There's no way it could be a hundred. That's I that do, would I be impossible. Think, I, I yeah, especially I mean I don't know what even so. Here's the interesting thing because before this I had to look it up because I was doing research on on Rotten Tomatoes because last time I went with a strategy and it it didn't just bite me in the butt. It literally nuked my butt. Well, I was you, like you I did had the opposite of what you usually do. Yeah, and it was yeah, like a that, fun detour, but it did not work. And it 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 slaughtered me so um but with that i was like all right all right all right not that i didn't take that serious but i'm like i gotta change my strategy didn't work so well so for this i was on rotten tomatoes and i was doing research and then that's whenever i found out that the score had actually gone up and so i was like you know what top gun maverick got what you remember what that rotten tomato score is i'm looking at it right now but do you remember what it Mm. got from critics Ninety-six. Goodness 96%. Tom Cruise then, is like basically invincible at this point. He's on fire. I mean, he is, at this point, he is elevated to the next level of Scientology, whatever that level is. <laughs> it's, he's actually it's close become, to transcendence. He's become uh, Xenu. <laughs> he's actually replaced Xenu where they now worship him they they are replacing uh, it's all Hubbard's books are uh, re- replacing they're just like scratching out the name and they're putting in Cruz for, <laughs> for the, the one name uh, but yeah this is nonetheless though I mean I, I said it before and I'll say it again this movie for Dead Reckoning Part 1 is my most anticipated movie of the year right now Seen at 99%, I'm like, woo, here we go. I've heard some critics say that they didn't think that they could top Fallout and that this movie tops Fallout. And that movie, Fallout, was one of my favorites, possibly my favorite movie of the year, and it is my favorite Mission Impossible movie. It's just so, it's so freaking good. And this gets me even more amped. I'm sorry, I had to go on a sh- short soapbox on Mission Impossible and why I'm about to die of a heart attack because I'm getting so excited for this. So we don't get to do Mission because there's a lot of reviews. And then Insidious came out today. 
the uh, it's the fifth one, but the third one in the you know connecting back to one and two. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly completely forgot that this was the thing coming up, but I'm kind of wanting to rewatch the first two again. Three yeah, and four me too. Great, but that one's getting smoked by the by uh, critics. But here's the thing that's making me more interested in it. Patrick Wilson makes his directorial debut with the movie. Yeah, very handsome man. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. I always think about him in night as Night Out. Anyway, we got ten movies we're gonna do today. So you got, you have an opportunity to catch up. I need it. I need all of these. I need this to be a sweep. I need it to be direct because if I get all of these right on the nose, then that's a double or nothing for me. <laughs> Are you talking about if you get it exactly right? If we We're not do doing that. that this year. <laughs> we stripped all those rules away because yeah. I got I got my ass kicked. I last know, year. I know. I'm just so we had to. I'm trying to increase. Yeah, my you. Chances. Yeah, I I do miss that element of having like the movie of the month where it was worth two points or whatever. So if we do July first, there's four in July. Would do you want to go in order of release or do you want to? I'm trying to think of how we can do this. Like I'm feeling sad that you're getting stomped. What do you want to What do you want to do first? Barbie, Oppenheimer, Cobweb, Haunted Mansion, and then do you want me to pick first, or do you want to pick first? Um, how about I don't know why I'm giving I'll you t- the help, but I'll, I'll choose I'll choose which movie in July, and then you can choose who can go first because I've got all my picks down. I will say going into this, this doesn't reveal anything about what my score is, but Cobweb. Similar to what you were saying about uh, watching it, I didn't know anything about it. Until, I, I'd heard of it uh, whenever we were texting, but then I had to do my research on it uh, before this. So that was my final pick right before we started recording. But I will choose Barbie. Ooh. We'll begin with Barbie. And I'm flying blind. I haven't made a single pick. Oh, man, That's been I'm, my strategy, too. I think almost the entire year I have gone into this and just done it on the fly. I have an idea, obviously, going into it. Okay. So That's Barbie. A, hmm. Yeah, Barbie. I think, I think this looks like a lot of fun. I think people are going to lose their minds. I'm going to say 87%. No way. Oh, this is fun. Um, that's not my score. But it's extremely close, and I'm keeping it exactly where it is, too. Because I agree with you. I think it's going to be fun. I think that it's going to play just as the one of the most recent trailers. I can't say it's the re- the last trailer, but it was one of the most recent trailers. And it was like, if you're a Barbie fan, this is for you. If you're not a Barbie fan, this is for you. I think the cast looks like they're having a blast. Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach, a husband-wife duo tag-teaming this movie. Um, I think that it could end up being a, a ton of fun um, and also say something that has to do with materialism. I'm going with 88%. Woo, oh, that's risky. It is. That's risky. I'm, 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 I'm really putting myself in the corner, but I'm sticking. I'm not changing it. I'm going with Ooh, what boy. I said early on. Um, so I've got a good feeling. Well, I, I'll save what I was about to say for the end of all of our picks. Now I'm going to say this so we don't have to do a correction on the next episode. Oh, 
Greta and Noah are not married. Oh, oh, are they like partners and that's it? Yes. Okay. So you owe both thought, of them an apology right now. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you caught that because I've am, I'd always thought that they were uh, that they were wed or they're I lovers. Should say bound, bound in holy matrimony, no, but not legally they're not legally okay. bound. They're just lovers. They're, they're now that's not as bad as me. Oh, yeah, that's not as be mad as. Good lord, I cannot speak. It's not as bad as when I said that Andy <laughs> Musietti was married to his sister, but it is incorrect. <laughs> we need somebody to sponsor this segment of just incorrections that we say. That's that's good. It's basically like our own unnecessary censorship. So do you want me to pick the movie now and then you go first? You want to do yeah. it that way? Let's do I that. Want, I want to do Haunted Mansion. Ooh. Okay, so I think this movie could be fun. Um, I think that most critics will... Uh, mm, man, I feel like most critics will uh, like some of the tongue-in-cheek. Based on the trailers, it seems like they do a good job of, like, it's kind of Jumanji-ish, and maybe that's because of Danny DeVito um, being in it. But I also think that some of the writing um, seems like they will lean into certain things a little bit more, um, but basing it off of Jumanji, I'm going to go a little bit higher, and I'm going to say 81%. I just don't think this looks great. It looks fine. Actually, I kind of, you know what, and this is just something stupid I would say every single time. If this was coming out in October, I, I would be more inclined to be like, that looks like a lot of fun. True. Um, I'm going to say 72%. Do you remember... The Eddie Murphy version, The Haunted Mansion. So we're basically suiciding, suicide Reverse squatting ourselves now. Yeah, because it's where before it was The Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I've never and seen it. So what, was, what do you think the critic score is for that? 41%. Just flip those numbers around. 14? 14%. For the OG and Eddie Murphy? OG, yeah, fourteen percent, and it got thirty-one from the from the audience. I feel like that would not happen today. If that came out today, that would not get fourteen percent. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. It's it's nuts, right? Fourteen? How much money did that movie make? Seven bucks? That's a good point. I don't know. Um, I felt like it. I want to say it. I I don't know if it bombed. But it didn't do. I'm I'm looking that up right now because I'm curious. Uh, but yeah, fourteen. The 14%. Haunted Mansion by Rob Minkoff. It's weird. The trailer, like the posters, are almost identical. So of the old, like that one and this one, like they have this complete, yeah, same vibe. 182 million. Is that worldwide? Yeah, it only made 75 in the U.S. That's awful. Mm. What a stinker! No wonder they waited 20 wow. years to do this. I've never been on the ride. Like, I've never even been to Disneyland. Um, is that still running? Like, I don't even know. Is that a thing? Okay. I don't know how you turn this into a film, but... I I mean, it's... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could do something with that property, and I hope they do that, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm really curious. I don't want to know too much about this movie, but at the same time, 
I, I'm when the first one with Eddie Murphy came out, I was so pumped. And then whenever the trailers released for it, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I think this this one, and I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan, but this one looks um, better. That's for sure, based on the trailers. So the new cast is pretty good. Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Hash. I'll say I'm like I'm not super intrigued by that. That eh, that's not getting me to the theater. For for Owen Tiffany Wilson though. For Tiffany, yeah, but I like Owen. But Lakeith Danny DeVito, Lakeith Rosario's good. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Jared Leto's in this, which is <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm more interested to see what buffoonery he does. <laughs> We have Dan Levy and then also Winona Ryder. Love. What is she doing? I, I can't wait to see her on screen again. On hiatus from Stranger Things season five. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. My wife always gets mad when I talk about how I had a huge crush on Winona. <laughs> still do. Still thinks she looks amazing. Oh, yeah. So, what do you want to do next? We have Oppenheimer and we have Cobweb. Let's go with Cobweb and we'll save Oppenheimer. Oppie for last. Oppie, the movie that's going to make you literally are walking out and you can't even speak. <laughs> you can't even freaking, you know, articulate what you just saw because it was so. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Cobweb, Anthony Starr, who we love as Homelander, Lizzie Kaplan is, is who I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Cleopatra Coleman, who I remember from Last Man on Earth. And I'm sure she's been in a lot of things. But she was on that show with Will Forte. I always wanted to start that show, and I never did. It was funny, and then I don't even think I finished the last season. It was it started to get irritating. Hmm. Cobweb. I'm going to say 31%. Good night. I bet that's... Uh, again, I'm going off of... I'm com- completely blind. I've not seen a single frame. I've only seen the poster, <laughs> but I feel like movies like this dumped in freaking July, it's going to be a stink fest. Yeah, honestly, I was expecting that this movie was not going to perform so great. Is this the and one though the plot is the mom and dad know about the whatever the thing is in the attic and they're yeah, like Yeah. They know. They know something is amiss. And uh so I don't like I don't know I I don't I don't know what to think about that. Um, so it's uh, I do think that like you said, there's something that kind of piques my my radar to kind of flag this, if you will, as a concern. And I was going back and forth quite a bit because I thought maybe there's maybe this could be okay like a sleeper. I'm like, no, there's no way. They'd save this. they just push it to like the end of August, beginning of September, something like that. So I actually, it's funny because I thought I ended up going too low and I went with 40%. And hearing you say 31, I'm like, wow, that's even lower. And I was, I'm like, all right, I got to be generous. I, with the 40%. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm being a little soft on this. I don't know if I should be, but I am. I'm trying to find just a one-line synopsis, but I can't. Like, I'm not going to read four sentences for what this movie's about, so I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> That's this movie. <laughs> um, maybe it'll be okay. I just I tend to think it's probably not going to be good. Yeah. So Oppenheimer's next. 
Man, Oppie. This, this looks fantastic. My my in-laws were in town recently, and we uh, are for the fourth, ahead of the fourth, and they hadn't seen the trailer yet, so we watched it at home. And I'm telling you, even watching it at home, I got I got chills just Lums. watching this trailer because it looks amazing, and then you're just seeing, you're just stargazing because of all these amazing actors in this movie. They didn't yeah. recognize Robert Downey Jr., by the way. I think even my wife goes, oh. that's Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's freaking Iron Man. He looks, like, he's like old man Iron Man. <laughs> this is going to be a banger. It will be. This is going to um, be a straight up banger. I also think that in addition to people walking out being speechless, this is going to be a movie that, uh, this is going to be our first major best picture of the year uh, contender. I mean, I it's, it's hard to say if we have any right now, but this, I think. Yeah, it's too early. Except for... Um, like Spider Verse, I feel like Spider Verse. Um, I was trying to think, of, trying to think of something really stupid. I can't. <laughs> nothing comes to mind. I mean, it would have to be Extraction Two. Um, oh goodness! But that's where. Even though I like the Extraction Two, there's no way that's going to get nominated for Best Picture. But um, I do think going back and just looking at this, I think this will be Nolan's highest scored or for the critics, this will be a highest um, among all of his films. And if you remember, I believe it's The Dark Knight at 94%. I'm going a notch above that at 95. Ooh, I was supposed to guess first, right? Oh, shoot, really? Yeah, I think so, but that's okay. Because you went... It, it Does it matter? I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I was going to say, with this... Because I think it's going to be great. It's like, how high do you go? So The Dark Knight Rises is his highest right now? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight at 94%. Yeah. Prestige, 76. Batman Begins is 84. Insomnia, 92. Memento, 93. Following, 82. What am I missing? Interstellar, 73. That's too low. That's his, that's his, that's his masterpiece. Dunkirk, 92. Tenet, 69. Um, you said 95? Yeah. You're in the right ballpark. I'm going to say 94. Had I not said that, would you have said 95 or higher? No, 94 is my thing. I wouldn't have gone higher. I tend Dark not Knight, to go high. I, feel, I get scared going too high. That's where, like, for me, that th this is the highest on my list, but I do think it's got everything working again, uh, working for it, and... Right now, if Dead Reckoning is at ninety nine percent, granted, I'm not. We have not seen that movie. We, uh, I love the franchise, but this Oppenheimer being an original movie, but the cast, everything that you went over, I think is just going to be great. A, I think it. If man, if if Dead Reckoning is getting ninety nine percent, I feel like. This film, Oppenheimer, can end up getting easily like 98. I just think they're judging on a Mission Impossible scale. True. Right. That's a good point. But people are walking out unable to speak. What if they just, we just like walk out and we're in such a daze, we're like walking into traffic and there's just mass <laughs> casualties <laughs> because of this movie? It becomes the happening and then. <laughs> M. Night teamed up with Nolan, and then that's really gonna, the happening they're not gonna believe before movies. What they see, the <laughs> twist is it'll be the last thing that they see. So July is wrapped up. Now we're going to August. 
We have TMNT Mutant Mayhem, The Meg 2, Gran Turismo, Blue Beetle, Strays, and Retribution, which I think is a a Liam Neeson movie where if he like slows down a bus or something, his family dies? It sounds absurd. It sounds like a gag. It's basically speed, but with a family. Oh my god, what happened to this guy? <laughs> do you do you wanna go do you wanna do this the same way where we pick? Yeah. Why don't you pick the next two and I'll go twice in a row? Because I'm pretty confident I should have picked first. Or I should have guessed first on Oppenheimer. Okay. And it's um, only fair. So we'll do how about TMNT? Oh man, I cannot wait. We'll start high. Legit hype. Legit. Why did I say that like that? What is going on with me today? Mutant Mayhem. I, I watch this trailer maybe once or twice a week. Maybe more. I, I'm just very excited. I'm going to say 89%. I think people are going to eat it up. Even those even those cranky old critics. It's funny because I, I went back and I was looking at um at the other uh property from the video game the arcade game to the OG uh TMNT and the OG film the first film came out in 1990 mm-hmm. good and, time good time and for some reason i was like wait a second i thought i was in the 80s and then i kept going back and looking at um uh other things like i said with the arcade game, that was something that I loved uh, playing that. And I'm basing it off of, I was basing my score off of the year that was released, which guess what year that came out? 87? It was 89. So with that, now I'm in a predicament because I was like, all right, I can't do like the Game Boy games because that's 90 the same as the first year um and then i'd have to go lower and i'm comfortable saying 88 i do think it will hmm. be high i don't think it's going to be above that's now I'm, I, i've got to say all right is it going to be above or below 89 i think 89 is pushing it yeah, that's just that's just my excitement. Uh, yeah, and that that's another thing for me. I'm like, it could be really good. This could end up being like a solid, especially with Seth Rogen. Like Seth Rogen, I feel like rarely misses. He normally he he knows. There's something about that guy. It's like he's got the gray sports almanac, but it's for movies or TV. <laughs> I, he just knows what people want. Yeah, exactly. I think he's got his finger on the pulse. Um, I do think this will be high, but that's why I'm, I'm going just a notch below you because I'm like, yeah, I don't, I just don't see it going above that. Uh, but that right, was my you... my weird grading scale in terms of where I would land. Yeah, that was that was definitely too much thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to do next? Okay, so we started with probably I would say that's your most anticipated movie on this entire list. Is that is that over Oppenheimer? TMNT? Um, no, I can't in a right mind do that. So now that we started high, let's go low. And I don't think this is at the bottom for you, but let's go Gran Turismo. God, yeah, it does not look good. 
<clears throat> that's another stinker. I'm going to say 42%. 42? It looks bad. It looks terrible. Every time I watch the trailer, I'm like, this look, it just doesn't look good. I think we kind of made fun of it last time, where it's like, it's weird that they have, it's like a trailer, but also like, a, this is what happened in real life. And then in hindsight, I'm like, well, that's kind of fun because you do explain it because the plot is so ludicrous. I went back and I looked at Rush, the movie with Chris Hemsworth. That's a never... good movie. That's like a good movie, though. And that's the thing. I was you like, you cannot compare these two. I, this piece yeah, of I, trash and that. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. And but Rush I isn't like, like a masterpiece. But good lord, these are like two radically different things. True. Uh, and then you remember? It's so funny because. I, I went back to two movies, and I looked at that movie, and then I looked at the old Sly Stallone. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, Driven. You should have gone with Need for Speed. That's more of this. But do you know how much Driven, what that ranked with critics when it came yeah, out like in 2000? Yeah, like 18%. I don't remember ever watching Driven. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Is it yeah, that bad? Yeah, it's one of the few Sly movies I haven't seen in full. It was streaming somewhere recently, and I watched maybe 30 minutes and then have not gone back to it, but it is not good. So, yeah, 14%, and I'm like, ooh, I got to go in the middle. I feel like this movie will land there, and uh, I suck it at 60%. It's, too, it's bad, and and Blomkamp hasn't made anything that critics have liked in a long time. And that's... Uh, Denny, and so... I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but you saw his most recent film was was it Antichrist? Antichrist? No, it was it was demonic. Demo it that's was it. Not yeah, good. it was not good. And that was a stinker with critics too, right? Yes, he has Thir not had a a big movie nine. in a long time. Thirteen <laughs> percent. Yes, sixty is too high, I think. And I'm I'm someone that really liked. I mean. I still go to bat for Chappie. Mm. I like Chappie. I thought Elysium was all right. I like that. And then District 9 I like. But that guy's gone off the rails. Yeah. Um, I, I hope this goes up. But that's. I'm worried about my 60 now hearing you talk and going with 42. Ooh. Ew. All right. So let's do... Let's do Blue Beetle next, the the next DCU movie or DCEU movie, after the Flash um, came and went. I again, I really like the Flash. You you were a little more mixed, but you didn't hate it, and this just looks terrible. Oh, it looks bad. And to think that James Gunn is already jumping the, he's no 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 he's not jumping the shark. He's nuking the fridge by saying. This is starting off his DC. I'm like, oh, man, oh just my like... God. He just needs to shut up. Yeah. Shut up and work on Superman. Yeah, because that's not a... <laughs> Seriously, just start with Superman. This all needs to be wiped off the board. Yeah. Just shut up. All yeah. right, so what are you doing for Blue Beetle? I want to say, I... this doesn't look like terrible it just looks like we've seen this for the last 25 years like honestly, everything about this movie is dated yeah and that honestly just it's man it just looks like an old it's like such a throwback and i'll be honest i think shazam fury of the gods those trailers look better than this Ooh. and that got 49 percent and that so movie if, sucked if i'm going off of any metric based on that 
I will be generous and I'll say 59%. Mm, I'm going to do 55. 55, because again, this doesn't look great. I think people are sick of the DCEU now. And we're now forced to watch this. Aquaman, I can stomach because I'm like, well, I had fun mostly with the first one. And I like Momoa. This, I'm just like, why are we doing this to ourselves? I was just going to say, there's a serious question. If this tanks, they may just like release Aquaman 2 on Max. They might just release it for free for anyone that just wants to watch it. They might just send it directly to your iPhone like they did with that U2 album that one time. And oh, <laughs> so here's. Uh, that was actually a fun album, but it, it pissed everyone off. Why would so, you do that? Why um, would they have done that? That is one of the strangest marketing things. Like, put it on the phone, but at least give me the chance to just delete it if I don't like you. Yeah, it, it was strange, but that, that was fun. Uh, going back to and looking, The Flash got 65%. It ended at 65%. Just unreal, because People I thought... hate that movie. Yeah, I just... People really hate that. Which movie. I do think one thing working with Blue Beetle, I think you're going to have the opposite with this, where people are going to try, critics especially, going to try to love this movie. So what do you want to do now? We got Meg to the Trench, Strays and Retribution, <laughs> which is a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, let's go with strays and then we'll just go bottom of the barrel for the next two i mean august is just like a complete crap month because this it is weird awful. it is weird it's like we're we're getting an, a great month in july and then august it just it just kind of drops off i'm gonna keep sinking these scores i'm gonna say 27 percent. what this looks terrible it looks so it looks like something they would have made 20 years ago because they thought it was funny that animals are cursing <laughs> It's not funny. This oh, isn't man. freaking Milo and Otis. Um, and you said you said twenty nine percent, twenty seven percent, twenty seven. Okay. This isn't freaking Homeward Bound. Um, <laughs> that it does look like such a throwback movie. That's where like I went back and I looked on at a few movies, especially with oh, Will Ferrell God. movies. Well, you looked at something that's un completely unrelated. I bet. No, Will. He I went and at, looked at Will Ferrell movies because I was oh curious. Boy. I'm like, he's suck. He's needs to get his head checked too because he's got disaster after disaster. <laughs> uh, I did. I really wanted to see Spirited, but I I mm. still haven't watched that. God, it was um, not good, dude. It was, I, it was so long. I know that's, that's the thing all that, I remember. It wasn't that funny, and it lasted about forty minutes too long. Um, but that's where like. I can't say downhill uh, was more dramatic, but Eurovision did actually decent on Netflix with 63%. And I'm like, if that did okay. And then I looked at a few others. So I actually went up in my score because I had a pretty low IQ. I said 44%. Like maybe they'll find the animals cute. Exactly. That could be, that could be a saving grace, man. It just doesn't look funny. It does not look funny, and every time we get the Red Band trailer before something, it's just absolute silence. Really? It's, so it's painful. Yeah, people are not laughing where I'm at. I will say every single time that has come on for a movie, before a movie that I've watched, people freaking lose it, <laughs> especially with the, the fetching, fetching F, the F and oh, F. Oh, I just don't think that's funny. I think it's sad. Pe people, it makes me sad. No joke, people in the theater, they there's one guy during that bit 
who he was doubled over laughing. <laughs> He's like, that's and me, I, that's me. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, all right, man. All right, calm down, man. Like, is this, let's, it's, well, I feel like you've seen this before. He'll be there day one. And good for oh, him. Yeah. I mean, we all like different things. That's fine. I love that, but <laughs> not for me. Now, I don't want to end on the Meg, so, or I do want to end on the Meg, so I'm going to do Retribution. Okay. Again, I, I've never seen this trailer. I read the plot, and it sounds absurd. Uh, yeah. And I kind of love it, though. I mean, it's literally speed with a family. So are they on the bus or whatever he's driving? Or are they separate? So they're they in like his car. His... They're oh, in his God. car and he's driving and he uh -huh. can't go under a certain speed or else he blows the car. <laughs> <laughs> this The bad That's guy amazing. that is. That's amazing. So is, it, so is it hooked up? It's not hooked up to like the accelerator? And so... It, I mean, here's and a weird thing. Who's doing this? And why? It, it's not, I don't know. I'm curious about that. But it's not necessarily where you've got to go. Like, speed is 55 miles per hour, right? Or 50 miles per hour, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. So, this, it's not like he's got to go a certain, you know, mile, miles per hour or else he blows. It's instead where he's got to do certain things or the car gets blown up. For example, there's this, you haven't seen the trailer, right? No, I just said that. Are you okay? So, yeah. <laughs> I want to double check because I don't want to be repeating myself. Um, Matthew Modine shows up. Oh, my God, up. he's in this too? Is he the bad guy? <laughs> so, no, uh, he's a goner Papa. in the first, he's like, he's Papa, and Papa gets blasted in the first, like, two, uh, two seconds of this trailer because um, he pulls up Liam Neeson and his two kids in the back seat, pull up next to Matthew, and then he Liam's on the phone with the killer, the antagonist, who's saying, take the gun out of your glove box, point it at your friend, and shoot and kill him. <laughs> oh my and Liam gosh. Neeson's like, no. And then, so the bad guy nukes Matthew's car, and it blows up right in front of him. And then the rest of the trailer is like, I got to get back at this man. And it's basically Saw meets Speed. Uh, in a car with a man and his family. Two kids in the back seat. I'm going to have to watch the trailer because this sounds amazing, actually. Um, it's It looks totally absurd. Completely <laughs> absurd. <laughs> Poor Matthew Modine. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. I, I was like, man, I, if only we could get more of him. Uh, but there, there won't be more of him because he gets nuked. Um, yeah. Do you know where you're going with this? Oh, movie? do I got? I gotta. No, you gotta go first on this one. Because I am basing this off of his other movies, Liam's movies, recent movies, I should say. And I'm going a little higher than those, and I'm going to say forty percent. Oh boy, forty percent. Hmm. I'll say fifty-three percent. 53. I guess this is, I just looked, it's a remake. Oh, really? Of something, a Spanish film in 2015. Huh. All right, so the Meg 2, the first one was not good. I didn't think the first one was good, even though I, I, I know it's not, like it was intentionally like a, a bigger budget sci-fi film. I didn't think it was great. It's, it was at 46%. 
this looks like just I don't even know the word for it. It just looks bad. Yeah. It looks bad. It looks really bad. 46 for the first one. I, I'm guessing this will hover around the same thing. I'm going to say 39%. <laughs> 39%. It's funny because I went on a streak and I felt like I was choosing the same score for a lot of these. And I, uh, like Cobweb, Retribution, and Meg 2, for me, are <laughs> sitting at 40%. Ooh. I we went with some, an even. We got low scores for August. Yeah. And then July's pretty high. Yeah. All righty. July's looking solid. And then August is kind of the... Um, August is it's like these studios just emptying their bowels. And they're just like yeah. dumping all this crap to try to make a quick buck. Yeah. It's, it's not looking so great for August. And it concerns me for the month of September. Oh, boy. Because normally that kicks off some great movies. But right now, I'm like, I don't know. Based on what we're seeing in August, it's just kind of like just... Open up the uh, the RV poop chute, and it's just going to unload the mess. <laughs> August is them dumping, like emptying it out, and then September is it just completely hitting the, the pavement. Now, one I'm movie worried. we were looking forward to is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny before we run out of time. Did you like this movie? I will say when I watched it, and during the movie, I was having so much fun. And I was like, man, this was like such a return to form with Indy. And then I, I thought about various things. I'm like, huh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. For example. What, did you like the movie or not? No, I hated it. You did? Yeah, I did. You hated it? I, I, that's a first movie after thinking about it more and more. I got to go with the pretty solid hates. Oh, my goodness. Now, in the moment, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. But what did you hate? It was the writing. The, I was like, that just, it felt so bad for, like, there are so many decisions that they made for Indy that it's like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I loved, here's the thing. There are so many parts of this movie that I loved. I loved an older indie. I love the fact of he's dealing with mortality and the idea that he's thinking about what, you know, my life and, and all that stuff. I love what they did with Mutt. Um, oh, and, really? Ah, I don't know about that. So I, I enjoyed that they were having, like, this idea of not necessarily the decision that Mutt made, but just what happened. Um, I even, Why can't they make anyone happy, though? This is my... I think the thing that I've thought about the most is in the moment, I'm like kind of interested, like, oh, this is his life now. And then as days are on, I'm like, it's sad. We So sad. They, Hollywood, whatever this, they have this obsession. Every time they bring something back, they have to strip away everything that that character has built. This guy's living in this freaking dumpy New York apartment. He's screaming at neighbors. He's not married or, you know, he's separated. Right. He lost his nice home. And I'm like, God, just let the guy, can we not find a way 
to be reintroduced to somebody without taking away everything. It was sad. It made me sad. I like elements of it of him teaching, and he's teaching the kids that don't care about the past. They're only looking towards the future. He's not who he once was. But I don't like stripping everything that he built up in movie three and movie four. It just... It's tiresome. Stop doing it. And that 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 is my other main argument. Why I didn't like it? Because it's like, here's a, here's my argument. At least with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that felt like Indiana Jones. That felt like that character felt like Indiana Jones. He was adventurous. He was ready to go out. Um, and there's even like the main complaints of like Phoebe Waller Bridge. I don't I don't mine phoebe waller bridge i just yeah, she was fine i the thing actually i liked her yeah I, I liked her i just think that that was yet again kind of like a tale of a different like i think that they were trying to add something in there that didn't make a lot of sense to me like we haven't heard of indy's friend uh toby J. um i know we every movie we're like introducing more and more people that he's gone on stuff with and you're like okay like i guess that makes sense but we're in goddaughter territory. It's so weird. Yeah, and like, who cares? Right, and that's where I'm like, ah, like I feel like there, are, there's a better opportunity there to bring. Say, if we ended up bringing back Short Round or something like that, and we end up seeing him, and he's dealing with mortality, but it's comparing his life and Indy's life, and then they need each other, and we have established that in Temple of Doom or one of the earlier movies or I don't care, whatever. Point is, like, I think that there was there were glimmers of little nuggets that I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But ultimately it felt like it was written by someone overall that didn't understand Indiana Jones. That's my largest complaint. Well what's crazy though is this is the script that they settled on that like Spielberg loved. And that's pretty mind blowing. It's like the people the people that made it, and I want to do say I liked this movie quite a bit. I had a lot of fun with this, but I do agree there's choices in there that are just baffling to me. I don't like the, I don't know. I I guess I again harping on the the beginning of this movie. You know, we when we are reintroduced, but it's like we got this guy that lived this amazing life, and then he's on the subway and he's sitting next to a child that has no idea who he's next to. He's just not the same person. There's an interesting thing to that. I just, I hate seeing the characters that I love. Just, I don't know. It's sad. It made me oh, sad. Oh, totally. Absolutely. That's that's another thing where I'm like, wow, that is, it, it is very somber. And I don't know if that's something that I really want. I don't, I just didn't want to see that. Because um, he, he ends up, I guess... He just ends up back where he was at the end of movie four, which yep. is back with Marion. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, is this apartment like did they lose the house? Did she get the house? And that's why he's mm-hmm. here. Like, I don't it's just oh man, it 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 really hurt me to see him just living like that. Yeah. But I things I loved, and I mean I thought I didn't like the mutt thing. I liked the idea that he is killed off screen, maybe, and that's what drove him and Marion apart that it checks with me but why it's another thing of oh he he joined the he joined the war to piss me off i'm like why <laughs> why couldn't why couldn't maybe you you encouraged him to go to the war and that's what marion was upset with 
And maybe I don't like that he and his son end on bad terms because again, it's another thing that we're just stripping from him right. that he er- that he kind of built up in movie four. I don't know why every one of these like requel reboot things they always have to do that. Yeah, it's super annoying. But I thought Mads was awesome. Yeah. He is maybe the best. This is maybe an overstatement. Maybe the best Indiana Jones villain. I thought his plan to un you know basically undo what Hitler did and do it right. I thought that was dope. Yeah. I thought he was kind of an understated villain. I thought that whole thing was great. Um the Antikythera or whatever it's called, yeah. like they didn't I liked I liked the idea and, and the time travel element, but I feel like for ninety minutes, maybe even longer they don't do a good job of necessarily establishing why it's so important mm-hmm. until late w- with Mads. He kind of says it, but then Indy's like, he's been looking for it all his life. And I'm like, why, why do you care about this thing? It, it, who cares? Right. I didn't pick up on why he was so important to Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, I thought the action, the beginning is pretty good. Um, one thing I was really hyped for was that Tangier car chase. Oh, yeah. Because it looked amazing in the trailer. But watching it, one, it goes on too long. There's too many chases in this movie. And it's that's a weird thing to say for an action movie. But there's too many. That scene goes on for too long. And there's just something... There's something that Spielberg does that I can't explain... But he makes his action scenes one coherently, like geography wise. Like I can understand where everyone's headed, like I'm watching a map. Like yeah. James Cameron does that really well. Yeah. Mangold, like this is all going on and it looks okay, but I'm like, I don't know where anyone is, how they're reconnecting on the streets. Yeah. It just didn't have the Spielberg touch. That yeah. And I was I was disappointed. I'm like, man, there's something about this is just off. And that's when I. I agree with you. It's like somebody doing fan fiction of indie, mm-hmm. uh, especially those action sequence. I think he tried to do his spin on Spielberg, and it's just Spielberg is just on another level, right? And it was just missing some sort of Spielberg spark to to the whole thing. I don't know. I, I did like it a lot. I mean, I liked it more than you, I guess. Man, I'm I am surprised you hated it. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Like I said, while watching it, I I was like, man, this is awesome. Why are why are people hating it? But in the moment, I'm like, wait. So that that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like certain decisions, certain dialogue, certain characteristics. Like the indie that we've known, even with Crystal Skull, he does and says certain things. And I'm like, that checks. That makes sense. This there are certain things that he says and does. I'm like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me and then uh other decisions it's i think to me it plays a bigger role like when mads gets smacked in the head by that uh light uh on the train yeah i'm like he would have lost his head he would have yeah that's (laughs) talking about speed earlier that's what happened to dennis hopper in that movie so he would have literally had his face smashed and that's where i'm like what if they use that dial of destiny to tell some of those stories of like okay keep that just use Dial of Destiny to explain there is something there where he became like a mad scientist or something. I do find it interesting uh, that uh, the dial is a real thing. Um, yeah, that was that's cool. I like that whole idea. And, and I love that. And then 
Vol or whatever who Mads plays, he's a real man. Like that is something that mm -hmm. happened, which is unbelievable. So I think those things, once again, there are those pieces. I just wish it's unbelievable because they had plenty of time. I just wish they spent more time on the script to hash it out, make it better, make it like a true indie movie. And then I would be good with that. So with the big plot device, do you think, did you, one, did you like the time travel thing? Did you like, did you like where they landed? Cause I thought they were going to go back. He was going to be, I don't know. I thought it'd be like an Avengers end game thing where we're seeing he's like interacting with his old younger self or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Instead, we're at the, the siege of Syracuse, which I thought, man, once we got there, we had already seen the body with the clock. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be, I know where they get the watch now. Yeah. And he's going to like, this is all clicking together. Um, so it, I thought that was okay. And then, but I never understood like any, like how the, the pockets of the fissures like worked, mm -hmm. like how the device worked and none of that. I felt like what was fully explained, but you, you were okay with the time travel stuff. I was actually like that. I, I totally agree. That aspect seemed to be glossed over and didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I'm also okay that they more or less pulled the Langoliers and they just got sucked in today. They must be Stephen King fans. <laughs> um, so that's why I was okay with that. But in terms of like the device, I thought it was cool. I think once again, I, I, I there are so many aspects where I'm like, okay, this is on to something that makes for a great Indiana Jones adventure ingredient. It's just not fully flushed out. What about de-aging Harrison at the beginning? I, uh, honestly, I've heard so many people say they love the beginning. Not a fan. Of the, Not a huge... Of the scene de -aging, or just de the look I of think de-aging de -aging was fine. I think it looked... I, I was okay with it. Um, the whole voice thing, I've heard that to be a big complaint. Yeah. I, I mean, that is kind of a problem, and they should have de-aged his voice too. I don't see why that would have been a problem. But anyways... Um, overall, though, it's just like the the adventure on the train. I wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, it's a little too I, long. I thought, a little too long. Yeah, that's it. I feel like it just goes on longer than it should. If they tightened it, I think I'm, I might actually really like it. Um, but, like, I had fun in the moment, but I I've, I've found myself just thinking, okay, let's get this over with. And yeah. It's a little, um, it's a little long, and I would say he does yeah. something in the beginning of the movie, and I'm sure I've said this on a on a, an episode before. This is something that I, in my lifetime, I would love to be able to do. I don't get into a lot of fights. I don't get into any fights, but if I'm in a scrum, one of the things I'd love to do is take my hat off, put it in <laughs> someone's face, and then just slug them. Like that is the ultimate dream for me. And he does that um, in this. We see it in the trailer, but. It's fun to watch someone pull that off, and I think he's done that like 10 times. I feel like Man, he's done that at least once in every movie. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I love it. Man. Uh, that's so, so awesome. I just feel like I need justice <laughs> for Mutt. Do you think they didn't cast or bring Shia back because of the backlash of Crystal's skull? Probably. Would this have been more interesting if you if you had him instead of Phoebe's character? I. I've talked to a lot of people, too, that they didn't dislike her. 
They just thought her character was too much of a scoundrel. Yeah, and that's another thing where it does seem like she is doing certain things just to, like, get back at Indy for what reason? Like, I don't know. Some of that, to me, was strange. Um, I thought Phoebe was awesome. Uh, But as far as, like, the character, I, I do agree more with that. Like, the character... However, I also see that you could have done other options, like taken taken other avenues and just not had Helena, period, her or her dad. I think that you just do away with that and then you end up having um, something that's a little different, I think, for the open and then just the setup for the character. And then you keep the dial of destiny and you keep... Uh, is it Voler or it's Mads' character? Keep him. I think he's fine. Um, and I liked, like you said, Mads, he does a, a bang-up job as the villain and might be the best villain that we've received so far. Uh, but, yeah, I just... there the, the overall idea of the movie's good. And on paper, I think, if I were to read it, I'd, I would say, yeah, that sounds awesome. But the execution, it just... And also, like you said, weirdly enough, there's another aspect of I love James Mangold. I think that he's a great filmmaker, a great director. But I think for this kind of movie, it doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it. So this is your least favorite indie film? I would say so. Ooh, uh, I, I, I do. It's no OG. Like, it's below the, the OG three. The three, yeah. three OGs. And that's where, but I still liked it. I, I think I would put this above Crystal. No joke, I spent one hour, maybe an hour and a half, kind of just like contemplating this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I ended up going for a long walk, and I was thinking <laughs> about this movie. I don't I mean, like, I'm not laughing because I think that's stupid. It's just I I sit and think about things all the time. Uh, it's well, it's it is funny because like then my I think I my dad called. I'm like I can't talk right now. I need to think about this. <laughs> And I'm thinking about freaking Indiana Jones 5. And I... I don't uh, have time get, for your stupid phone calls. Because <laughs> I was like... James uh, Mangle just ruined my life. Well, and see, that's a funny thing. After getting out of it, I'm like, oh, that was great. But the more time I spent thinking about it, the the less and less I liked about the movie. And then it got to a point where I'm like, that's... Because at first I'm like, oh, that's definitely better than Crystal Skull. And then the more I thought, I'm like, Oh, actually, I don't think so. Well, they, you know, they keep saying this is it, but I'll say by the end of it, I was like, I could, I could go for another round. That was, it's funny because this was the one time, because I fell in Crystal Skull. I'm like, all right, I, I want some more indie. This was one time that I'm like, we can hang it up. We can hang up the hat. Um, and I would be okay just watching the OG3 and then leaving it at that. I think Harrison Ford does a great job. I just think, once again, Indy's character is off. Phoebe's character, Helena, is off. Um, I think Mad's character overall, like, I love that idea. He's like, no, I just want to do what Adolf messed up. Like, I want to do it better than him. And so that's like an interesting red herring I wasn't expecting. Um, And then uh, I will say, though, the kid, Teddy, I believe, man, just get... Just no, please. I just was not a fan of Teddy. His acting was fine. I Yeah, the character was just okay. Yeah. 
I was like they were trying to repeat certain things, yeah. and that I just didn't. And one thing that we talked about too, it's like, you know, before going, one of the main complaints is, you know, Kathleen Kennedy is like destroying Lucasfilm and destroying our those characters that we love. I mean, Harrison Ford did want a character like this for Indy, and he's been very pleased and satisfied with this. I don't think this falls on Kathy. I think that she plays a role, but at the same time, I think you have multiple people involved, and this movie, to me, just feels more of like a studio movie than an indie movie. Like, it's an indie movie, or it's more of a studio movie, but with the indie gloss and paint. I just feel like they tried to create something that is almost... I, I do feel like it feels more of like an adventure that Indiana Jones would go on. But just the fact that he's like, I don't really want to go on the adventure and things like that, it's kind of broke my heart a little bit. Yeah, that was sad. Um, hmm. So out of five whips, what are you going to give this? And with all your complaints and concerns about this, do you think rewatching it would smooth out some of those? Issues? I'm really curious. Yeah, I'm really curious how I, I will. I will. I, I can tell you I will not rewatch this until I'm able to watch it with family. And then I want I really want to see what their reaction is. Um, yeah. My audience I'll, was eating it up. I'm going to say that it, it ended and people were clapping. Really? Yeah. They Interesting. Really, really, really into the movie. So my my crowd was very uh, kind of mixed. Like you ended up getting some that liked it, and then others were kind of quiet when the movie ended. For the most part, they there's one. I think there were two groups, small small groups, and they were um, just not 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 pleased with it. I could tell because they were just like, oh, okay, well that's doesn't really seem to fit with indie, and, and that's kind of what got me started thinking about. You know, some of the decisions that were made, the dialogue. Um, yeah. And and that's where, like, for... There are some complaints that I've agreed with, but there are also a lot of complaints I don't agree with because it's like, I'm not hating... The, I want to love an Indiana Jones movie. I love this character. I love this world. I love what's been set up. I even love, um, you know, the direction that they took with a lot of this stuff. But the execution just fell flat for me. Now, one thing they never mention, and leading going into this movie, I thought he was going to have some sort of like dementia. Yeah, that's never addressed. So was yeah. that was I on the wrong track when you told me there was something that would make me sad? Or no, because that's where I had heard that. So Harrison had made a comment, and I started researching that, and. I really wonder if there's like a longer cut out there, like a much longer cut, and they've taken a lot out because it seems as if there is like, it's not just this end of your life. It's where Indiana Jones is also fighting a possible like end to like, hmm. I guess... For example, like when Helena hits him, knocks him out, it's like it's not his choice. It's almost some of the things I've read and heard, it's almost parallel to he's going through certain things and it's not his choice. A part of me is like, I wonder what that looks like, what that movie looks like. And it also sounds a lot 
a lot more depressing than the movie yeah, that, that we got. Awful. We don't yeah. need that. I mean, what's what's more sad, him retiring and sitting alone at a bar or him screaming at his neighbors for playing rock and roll music? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, good gosh, give this guy some happiness. He's yeah. just... He's freaking know, drinking from a flask and all that stuff. I, I still enjoyed it. It's, it's a three and a half out of five for me. Three and a half. What are you doing? What are you dropping? I'd probably say two and a half. Ooh, boy. Yeah, I'd say two and a half. Because there are moments like when John Williams score hits, I'm in it. Like, it's just so good. That's He, he kills it. He's, he's the maestro. Um, and like Harrison Ford, you can tell that he was giving it all he got quite. I know Spielberg and Lucas and cast didn't have a lot to do with the creation of this character, but if, if this is what Harrison Ford is happy to end on, then I do think we have to maybe look at it through that lens of, well, this is what he wanted, but, um, man, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it ruined your life. That's that's the thing too. That I'm like, it, it stinks. Like I wanted to like this movie. I really did. And there are just so many things that the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh, that's that's a plot hole. That's a plot hole. That doesn't make sense. And so the more I thought about it, the the worse that rabbit hole. Like the deeper I went down that rabbit hole, and I just kept thinking that it was filled with certain things that it just it just made oh, me boy. sad. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. It shocks me that you didn't love it, but that's okay. I think you'll like it maybe a little better down the line with, you know, watching it with your family. But yeah, I'm I'm really curious because my parents they both really wanted to see this movie and haven't yet. But I'm like, all right, well that that'd be a good movie to rent or see when we're all together, and I think. It's like a fun family movie. So hopefully uh, this podcast episode, it made you feel the opposite of how I felt with Dial of Destiny. So until next time, keep watching.